What episode are we on now? 19. We've episode 19. 19 of The Local, a podcast about all things local. I'm Charlene. I'm Justin. And that is Rich Ivy sitting with us today. Hey, Rich. Hello, hello. How are you? Pretty solid. Good. Pretty solid. We're so excited to talk to you. You've had yeah. quite an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been going on for um, planning-wise. I think he started putting logistics and everything back in probably November. How did okay? So, so what I know of your trip is that we were at a, we just had this discussion downstairs. Yeah, I'm going to say a grilling party because sure. I'm not allowed to say we were at a barbecue. <laughs> no, not if, if there's. Can if you the, explain the rules? Since yes, we, if, that I just if the fire is directly below what you're going to eat later, then you're grilling. You're grilling now. If you have a separate fire source and it's indirect heat, usually it's barbecuing. Okay, but the the twain shall not be. No, I mean I don't know. It it's all depends on who you are, I guess. You too. But I am very strict <laughs> about. I'm too. Right. Yeah, I am too. So if I'm going to invite you over, both of you, yeah. and we're going to have just steak, yeah, that you would can be grill grilling. That. Yeah, yeah, you're grilling then. Okay, but if I have chicken and I put barbecue sauce on it, then I'm inviting you to a barbecue. Well, potentially. Mm-hmm. If there has we'll, to be smoke, I'll call it. I'll, I don't know. I don't want to get into the. <laughs> The vocabulary part of food. <laughs> Clarify really quick. That's I've always thought that to do it was, with what this if it was indirect, about. yeah. If it was indirect heat, then it's barbecue. <laughs> if it's direct heat, it's grilling. Gotcha. Usually. Okay, so be very careful this summer when you're sending your invites out to have people over. Right. I would just avoid the whole grilling barbecue thing altogether. We're, I would just say we're cooking food. Yes, we're having yeah. cookout. <laughs> there you right. go. That works. We're cooking outside. <laughs> that works. All right. And when you get there, you can label it. However, <laughs> however you want to. <laughs> Your personal preference. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's on paper plates or china or real plates. Right. It all depends on the, the process that you guys were to get to that food. Right. I'm just going to invite you guys over for a cookout. Yeah. Come over to the house when you're going to eat something. <laughs> just leave it like that. Man. Leave it super, B-Y-O-B, super general. I'll yeah. provide food. Super general. End of discussion. That's right. All right. So, Rich. So, I ran out. with We, we hung out and we were at a quote unquote cookout. And you're like, I'm so excited. I'm heading to Maine. I'm going on vacation. I was like, what? Whoa. Wait a minute. You're going to Maine. That's where I'm from. Where are you going? And so you started telling us. And here you are now at the end of your adventure. So start from the beginning. Like, how did this? You went with Mountain State Overland. Correct. Which is what? Uh, They're a group out of Virginia. Um, West? uh, Kind of. It's no, it's 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 in Virginia. They're at uh, Roanoke is where um, Gabby and Jason both live. Right. And then we have another teammate that lives up in um, Natick, Mass. Okay. Um, but I, it's funny. I found them on YouTube about a year ago. I'm mm-hmm. um, just watching trip videos and off roading and that kind of thing. And, right. Um, Never mind, Justin. He's trying to do. Uh, a background. <laughs> decided um, we should go to the Overland Expo, which is this big off-roading kind of camping thing up in Asheville, North Carolina. And it's basically a, where 
Um, you can. You can't hear it, but I'm rolling my eyes very dramatically, <laughs> directly uh, at Justin. Um, it's basically a a big gathering for camping, and vendors come out and show cool products, right? And that kind of thing. Like it's just LL a, Bean would be there, Patagonia would be there, North Face would be there. Um, well, not so much that kind the, of thing. Not so much the hiking, more of like the vehicle based travel okay. stuff. So like ARB. Um, off-road companies would be there. That like made, trucking accessories? Right, yeah. that okay. kind of thing. But not like Peterbilt trucking. But right. Like, <clears throat> like Warren Winches was probably there. Yeah, exactly. Warren so stuff Winch. that you would put on Jeeps or sure. Toyotas, Toyotas yeah. four yeah. by fours. Right, exactly. Okay. All right. Um, so we, me and my buddy Granger went up there. Um, I don't know that I've ever had such a direct game plan, but I was like, we should, we're, the goal is to go up there meet awesome people and make some awesome connections and I'd be damned if it didn't happen. Awesome. Um, so the goal was to go all the way to Maine from no, no, Virginia no. or just to go? Well, that was just to the, to the expo. Okay. That's, that's where I initially met the guys with Mountain State Overland. Yeah. Um, so did you know them before? Mm-mm. So I you did. just decided you're going yeah. to this particular expo. Right. And then, so we went up, it was last October. Um, it actually worked out because that, that weekend there was a, a uh, tropical storm that hit the Virginia coast and ran a bunch of people off. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of nights we went over and hung out with them and got to be pretty good friends with them. And uh, before I left, me and Jason swapped numbers and we were just kind of just chatting about my Land Cruiser build and all this. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, December rolls around and he was like, so would you be interested in being part of the team? And I was like, oh, hell yes. Um, and that's kind of where it, where that part started. So now you're on this team, mm-hmm. which is the Mountain State Overland team. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? Um, it's it's a ve- it's a web adventure series basically. Um, it's the third series that they've that they've done. Um, my first, um, but they, it's basically about just going into. Well, it's based around the Appalachian Mountains. Right. And, you know, because, like, in the United States, like, as far as off-road and stuff, the big thing is to go out west. Yeah, hit up Moab. Exactly. Go out west and, you know, through Nevada and all this. Well, there's so much stuff in the northeastern part of the country mm-hmm. that, that nobody... Just gets overlooked. Ever, exactly. Nobody really sees about. Well, um, we had some really, really awesome guides that were... Um, one guy was in New Hampshire and one guy was in was in Maine and mm-hmm. yeah they they it was done right um <laughs> so like what so you get to run, like what do you we're just telling stories I mean so through our trip we we went to a uh this place called Sh- uh Shaw and Tenney Paddle Company uh just north of Bangor they've been making custom pa- oars and paddles um was it called? It's Bangor, in Maine. Maine. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't specify that. Um, you can't you can't say a city in Maine and just leave it alone with another maniac in the room. <laughs> but um, they've been, they, they've been making hand making paddles and oars since 1858. Right. Um, so we went in there and they actually have a couple of lathes that are still in operation from when the when the company was started, which I thought was really That's cool. Awesome. Wow, that is neat. Um, but so we're you know telling that story and we hit a couple of breweries and like just. Just meeting people that smaller businesses that not necessarily need help promoting themselves, but you know, people don't necessarily hear about them, so you know, we're helping them out. 
Well, I think, and Justin's from New England too. I mean, you go up there, there's no billboards. Mm-mm. I mean, there's no road signs. I mean, you have to know where you're going or you have to know about that particular company right. and ask someone for direct directions to it. Like you, right. they're not big on advertising. Right. You know, not near as, as much as we are. No, no. I mean, it's, no. it's one of those things where like you live in a secret dream world and you don't want a million people no, to show you really up don't. ripping up the roads in on 37 inch tires or whatever it is. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what like when Woodstock was done, it was a big ordeal because people didn't want after the first one, they didn't want to do anymore. So when like Woodstock 95 happened, everybody mm-hmm. was like, no, let's not do this again. Right. And then and, the uh, fires got set. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and now they quit doing it altogether from what I can tell. Yeah. Huh. So. So, um, did you take your vehicle or did you ride with them? No, I drove, I drove up to Roanoke and, uh, rode with them. Um, we left Saturday, two Saturdays ago, um, drove up to, we stopped in just the other side of D.C. Mm-hmm. and um, met with um, Trees for the Future. Right. And they're a nonprofit organization. They're one of our one of our uh, kind of one thing that we're helping out. It's an that, affiliate. Yeah, exactly. Giving back, so to speak. Right. And, um, basically, their what their goal is they go into countries that don't have you know like really bad countries that have just bad economies and stuff right. like that and plant trees and stuff and these they've they've figured out where they can get these these guys that planting stuff that's beneficial to them their families and to the future right of their families yeah you stuff. can introduce a logging outfit exactly in 30 years well th- there was one th- one one instance that the guy was telling me um when we were in dc and he was like yeah we went into this this forest somewhere in uh southeast asia that had been clear-cutted over a hundred years ago and they picked out like three or four different types mm-hmm. of trees went in there and planted them well they after 10 years there were 40 something different types of trees that j- had just been laying dormant yeah they had no idea was there so i mean you know there's a new forest and oh, that's awesome so basically what we did with them was for every mile that we did we donated a tree and it actually ended up being almost two thousand miles wow yeah it was yeah pretty pretty epic that's neat. Yeah. Those are off-road and on-road miles. Yeah, I know there's a lot of off-roading. Yeah, you know. we, there was we there was a couple of days where we did a hundred plus miles on dirt, and there was very little pavement. That's awesome. Yeah, northern Maine and New Hampshire. Well, the northern part of Maine is all logging pretty yeah. much. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy out there. There's I mean, a lot there's, of state where nobody lit. It's almost. I mean, you've never, I don't know if you've been to Alaska, but it's like a lot of country that nothing's on. Right. Like you're so used to seeing around here, like every little inch developed. of everything mm-hmm. is developed. But up there, literally, you can drive an hour and a half, two hours and oh, yeah. not see yeah, it's, or anybody. It's all I like mean, broken it's, down farms and it's pitch black. Settlers it's quiet. Yeah. Were like tapping <laughs> you can down, see like, the no, stars really well. Yeah. Really, really well. I love <laughs> I mean, it. I saw the Milky Way. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. That with the naked eye, you know. Yeah. That's something. It's beautiful. Um, okay, so you started in Roanoke, Virginia, mm-hmm. and then you went... Went went up to um, Natick, um, Natick, Massachusetts. Um, stayed there the night, mm-hmm. and then we got up the next morning, and there was that was the four teammates. It was me, Jason, Gabby, and John. Okay. Um, 
we left there the next morning and drove up to, I forget the name of the city. It was just north of um, Camden, Maine. Bar Harbor. Uh, just n- north of yeah, Camden, just Maine? Yeah, uh, It was, um, it's where the island is, where like John Travolta has a house. Deer and, Isle. Yes. Yeah. I think that's right. I could play this game all day. <laughs> Keep going. And uh, All the main trivia. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, uh. Somebody listening to me like, what does this have to do with local Dothan? I'll tell you. <laughs> a guy from local Dothan. Just went to me. There you go. <laughs> and it's a pretty awesome project slash trip. So that's that's what you're going to have to deal with this exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> Which means that other local Dothan people can go also do, go yeah. to me. Go do awesome stuff. And tell us about it. Be what's happening. Yeah. This no matter where you are. is what's happening. Going Absolutely. to me. So we, um, we took the ferry across and we had a um, an outdoor uh, company that had some the ocean going kayaks yeah. sitting there waiting on us. So threw all of our gear in the kayaks and rode across to Warren Island, this state park in mm-hmm. Maine that is, I don't know if you've ever been there. I it haven't. Is, it is it is one of the coolest state parks I've ever been to. Really? It is beautiful. Is it accessible by land? Like, can you drive there no, at you, all? No, you have to you have to row over, take, take a it. boat or something. Um, and it, the island's only maybe two or 300 acres mm-hmm. big. I mean, it's it's not that big. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Pristine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just ridiculous scenery yeah I mean, it's beautiful yeah, oh. nobody's ever lived there exactly it's um, just to that, me like when i go home it seems like the greens are greener the blues are bluer everything everything it's, once you get north of maryland everything turns way more green so colorful yeah it's and beautiful. on a side note i didn't realize connecticut was as nice as it was dude connecticut is like the most expensive cool. place on the planet <laughs> yeah i mean there was this part way that we were going down it was awesome yeah oh my god it was so freaking pretty mm-hmm. i mean you would never see roads like that around here. Connecticut is the ticket. <laughs> Connecticut's a ticket if you're like a Trump, member of the Trump family. My, None of us will ever vacation in Connecticut. My dad's family has like a 200-acre farm up there at the moment. Really? Nice. Yeah. Okay, one of us will actually vacation there. Deuces, sometime. scoundrels. I'm out of here. <laughs> you win. I'm going back to my throne. <laughs> um, okay, so you went, you kayaked out there. Which, by the way, can I give you a fun fact? Speaking of kayaking, I just heard this on the news, that uh, great white sharks are now all migrating to the water of the coast of Maine because it's still cold, Mm -hmm. and the great white sharks would prefer the cold water. So yes, while you were kayaking... There were thunderous great white sharks directly below. And you're just above them looking like a big delicious seal. Yes. <laughs> like a big fat walrus. <laughs> well, thankfully, yeah. thankfully, my concealed weapons mm-hmm. permit works in Maine. Oh, yeah. So I was strapped. Uh, yeah, at least I could have. Something. Yeah. yeah, let him know you were down there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd have still been hurting, but he'd have been just as... Not, yeah. He would have had some holes in him, at least. Right. I'd have felt a little bit better. Because you would have was... had the fortitude while getting attacked by a shark. <laughs> right. To get your gun out. <laughs> um, okay, so you went to Orange State Park. What else? Um, we, we stayed there a night. Pretty much every... The entire trip, we only stayed one night. Right. I mean, we were pretty much on the road every single day. Um, we left there... Went back down to uh, Natick to John's house and then uh, took showers, got ready. And then um, Papa Wolf Supply, which is in Newport, uh, oh, Newport Beach, Virginia? No, um, oh, didn't go Portsmouth, New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So we went up there and they had like a, a cookout and everything. And we um, had beers and everything. And we that's where like the whole team met. 
Right. So we, we had um, the, the four guys I just named, and then we had Matt from Blue Ridge Overland Gear. Um, he's one of our sponsors. We had Rick Stowe, which is a photographer, and he, d- he was writing an article for uh, Outdoor by Four mm-hmm. magazine. And then we had um, Eric from ARB. He was there in, in the, the ARB truck. Yeah. I think it's so nasty. Um, <clears throat> then we also had our two guides, Spencer, that was our main guide, and he had um, the 86 um, Boomer, yeah. the camping, the camper van. I think it's so cool, too. That's um, seems the ticket. Oh, what dude. is it? It's an it's a 1986 Ford um, Falcon conversion. Oh, is it a Falcon? It's a Falcon conversion, and they basically took it and dropped a, a diesel in it, full drived it, and lifted it. And it's got a bathroom on it. I mean, you could sleep three people in there. He's he's built a roof rack up on top. It's like what Volkswagen was trying to do with those pop up campers. Only right. way cooler, but way better, yeah. way cooler. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And all American built. Yeah, and he um like he's got a, a roof rack up top, and I mean. We went up and, like, if there was ever some really good photo opportunities, we went up there and, and stood up. I mean, you could have gone up there and – I called it the sun deck. Okay. Because, I mean, you could go <laughs> up there chilling. and have coffee. You know? Right. <laughs> um, but And then there was Ryan that was from New Hampshire, and he was our New Hampshire guide. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met all of them and then uh, went and had dinner that night. And then the next day is when the trip really started. Right. Um, the first two days, we – mainly just did some trails and stuff like that like some pretty technical trails mm. i mean it was it was a when you say technical trail you're talking to someone who's and some people that are listening are going to be the same yeah, way she drives I've, a jetta i mean <laughs> she doesn't know what you're talking about no so, first of all trails. my idea of camping is a very bad hotel room <laughs> second of all i would never go off-road <laughs> And if my GPS was trying to take me that way, I would directly disagree with it. Throw it right out the window. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this in my life. So, so you're going to have to like technical trails talk dumb to me. Are, are, are essentially, you you need a spotter a lift, in front of you. Yes. You, you need someone watching because you're not. Are they you, in the vehicle or no, are they no, outside the vehicle? They're outside the vehicle. You can't always see where you're going. I mean, because sometimes you're at an incline where all that you can see is the nose of your truck. So, yep, I'm out. And tops of trees. Nope. Exactly. Um, I mean, there was a couple of times where, in fact, Jason tried to lay his truck on its side. Thankfully, there's a couple of guys up front that jumped on the front of the bumper and it kept it from going. Yeah. But um, but that was th- those two days were by far the most technical. Um, but it was a, it was a good experience because, like I said, we didn't really I didn't I only knew a couple of the guys on the trip. So putting all of us in this situation where we're like. We're, we're really getting to know each other. You have yeah, to you, work as a team. You've got to deal with a bunch of stress. Exactly. You guys exactly. figure so each other out real quick. It was a really good team building exercise, and I, I commend the shit out of Ryan for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we did we did those two trail or those two days worth of trails, and then we um, headed further into New Hampshire, into the White Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We um, That night, we actually stayed... Well, we went up to the top of Mount Washington and got a, a VIP tour of the observatory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't know anything about Mount Washington, they, they did have the high-speed wind r- records ever. Yeah. It was like 170 miles an hour or something like that. And they've got that lookout tower. You, yeah. Like, you have to go up and beat, beat off the ice. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's... And all the like, they, railings and stuff. Yeah, they have everything's iced over. I don't... It's an observatory and they have like all the wind instruments and stuff. Yeah. And there's a, when you go out there, 
there's a crowbar that you grab. I mean, like last week they had seven, like in the 24 hours, they had seven inches of snowfall. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, in the it's the middle of June. It's extreme. It's extreme. I mean, it's above, it's, I think the summit's like 6,800 and wow. some feet. They yeah, have I mean, a full-time dude on staff that just helps people get up and down. Because you have to go up on foot. Well, you can drive it. Yeah, you can drive. You, you can drive, drive or you can ride with them. They have yeah. a, a, a mm-hmm. driving service. But we we uh, we were able to uh, drive up with a couple of the trucks, and mm-hmm. we had free reign to run drones. All I mean, it's the videos are going to be just ridiculous. Yeah, no, ridiculous. Is, is everything done and completed and edited? Oh or, no, 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 not even. Jason, yeah. Jason, and Gabby have their hands full for the next two two months. Okay, June and July are. We had 1.2 terabytes Ooh. of information. That is a lot so, of video and audio. Yes, yeah, so, it's a lot to go through. Yeah. yeah. So um, the the first episode, well, we we had a build episode come out, um, but the first, like the for real season, they're they're not going to come out until August, the first part of August, and mm-hmm. it should be like every Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. I believe is what Jason was saying. So those run. I know the last season was like 10 minute, 10 20 minute episodes. Um, is this going to be any different? It's going to be longer. Um, they may be. You know? It just I depends. Guess, yeah. it, it depends on content, really. Um, how much of randoms they got to cut out? Exactly. Wild um, randoms remain. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we got some. Like I was saying earlier, we got some really good, really good interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. just from you know random people that just doing their thing out yeah. in, out in the back country of Maine. You know, mm-hmm. um, everything's done so wildly differently it, than here. Exactly. It, it's it's. What now? You as the most southern on the team. What was it shocking? Did you have a hard time understanding the accent at um, first, and then all of a sudden you were like, "I get it." No, I the more you drink, the more you sound like them. <laughs> yes, it was, it was quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> they uh, want to start reverting. sounding like you. Well, the 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 more I drink, the more southern I get. And, and it was really <laughs> it was really funny because Spence, the guy from Maine, obviously he had never hung out with someone so far south yeah. and I, I we, we were at a restaurant eating one morning and I was like Spence you think they have any sweet tea and he was like oh my god you're so southern it's you're like a cartoon character <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous it was really funny answer no they don't yeah exactly yeah. no was the answer no um, no but yeah um, they got was, hot tea with cream yeah I'll I'm, give you that uh, I'm, that's, or iced that's tea that's England yeah that's England yeah, yeah. and and as far as like accents go, thankfully I, I have been to Europe and I've been experienced to some really different accents and I've gotten pretty good at deciphering yeah. right. accents, understanding what they're saying. Yeah. So, my mom told uh, <clears throat> just a quick story because I was like, "Have you talked to them? Have you been in touch with them?" And she's like, "No, you know, whatever." And she's like, "I did talk to Rich and." He he called me Miss Donna, <laughs> Miss Donna. Oh, that yeah, that Miss first name or Mister first yes, name. Yes, like, that's she's, super. This southern. is my mom, and I quote: "It gave me pause." <laughs> I was like, "What?" Didn't know how to me, take it. No, she was like, "Are you calling me a little tiny old lady? Are you?" No, I was like, "He's just being polite. We, that's what we do in the south." She's like, Suzanne laughed about that too. Yeah, did she? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. I, I talked to Miss Donna, and she's Miss Donna. I was, I was like, like yeah. Yeah. Like like, would, I don't know her as that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody. It's Mrs. Brophy. Like, yeah. So really funny. Mountain State Overland is actually a YouTube channel. It's mm-hmm. a show. Like right. with actual seasons. Right. Now, are you the newest team member? Me and John both are. Like you totally lucked out. You went to oh. this expo and just like landed in a gold mine. Yeah. 
essentially. That's amazing. I'm trying to go next year. I've said this <laughs> to a lot of people um, because of my marketing and photographic background. I feel like I'd be perfect for this team. <laughs> I also like whiskey. And I like sleeping outdoors. And I yeah. like driving stuff. You do. You're a big fan of it. I feel like we can make that work. It's agreeable terms for me. <laughs> now, I don't know what the interview process is or how long they have to be around me before they realize that I'm kind of a jerk. Right. <laughs> but I keep it fun for most people. <laughs> this is your interview right now. What's up, dudes? Hire me out. I'm ready to ride. Um. Okay, so where else in Maine did you guys? So you went to... Uh, we did the Mount Wa- Mount Washington Auto Road. Right. Um, well, this was all in New Hampshire still. Um, so we did that, and then that night we we camped out at the, at the base of the mountain, um, which you're apparently normally not supposed to do. Yeah, you you don't you can't do. camp in your car anywhere right. up there. Right. Really? Yeah. If you're um, sleeping in your car, it's basically that you're homeless and you will get ticketed. Um, huh. That's crazy. Well, they gave us Don't permission, urban camping. and it was. I mean, there was. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like you can't sleep in your car at a trailhead. Like if you're leaving out more in the morning to go camp and you get there super late, like you've got to be like, I think it's a hundred yards away from a parking lot to camp. Really? And then yeah, there's at least and then yeah, and then you run into all these weird like per park. You've got to be X amount of feet from the trail. Mm-hmm. It's you can't. What is you can't the do what is the reasoning for that? Just to limit the amount of people, like the amount. So you don't of have like... a bunch of hobos just chilling, setting up a city. Oh, <laughs> I would think. I get you. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm trying to have some little tent city tent in this city. beautiful part of the country. <laughs> it goes from pristine to garbage. Yeah. You start letting anybody just pull up and take right. a nap. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. <clears throat> but yeah, we stayed at the base of Mount Washington that night. Um, and then the next morning we got up and drove over. I forget the name of the town. It was, it was on the far west side of New Hampshire, but it was... Um, Team o- uh, Team O'Neill Rally School. Mm-hmm. It's actually where Ken Block learned yeah. learned to race, and um, we actually got. Who's there. Ken Block? He, he is owns a DC. I'm shoe. kind of DC regretting. I'm like, he's a rally I driver. Don't speak your language you ever right seen, now. You ever seen any of the Jim Connor videos where it's like him and like Rob Deerdick in a go kart? Yes, that's it's him. the other dude. Oh, okay. He's a machine as yeah. far okay. as driving goes. Yeah. Um, that's where he learned to, him and actually him and Travis Pastrama went up there mm-hmm. at the same time and learned, learned to drive. Okay. But, so that's their claim to fame. But, um, we were there, uh, that afternoon and we only had like three or four hours to play, but, um, I mean, I got but to, you get to the use their car. cars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what was, was that like? That had to oh be so much fun. It was ridiculous. What are they running up there? They got a bunch of, well, they have, several, they have several different things. What's incredible about it, your start-off car is a Ford Festiva. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom-of-the-line, 120-horsepower car, um, five-speed, that they did. It looked like they did. They had done like a weight reduction or something, took everything that didn't need to be in out, mm-hmm. and then they put a roll cage. So, basically, you start off, and I'm, I feel like I mean, like I'm the a, 80s Festiva? No, like... Okay, yeah. Yeah, like brand new ones. Gotcha. Um, I, I feel like I'm a pretty seasoned manual driver i mean i've been driving stick since i was 11 and i'm 34 now you mm-hmm. know so um we you basically start off you immediately get out of first gear slam it in second and then you're off the clutch oh yeah you just so hope you, the synchronizers work well it, exactly so then your your gas pedal foot is hammered to the floor 
and you're working the brake, never coming off the gas. So these are front wheel drive cars. Keep in mind. Oh, so you're locking the so back up. And exactly. Around. That's how you're taking corners. Like as soon, it, the harder you get on the brake, the so more you're not backing. Steering. I mean, really? Ca- not really. Kind of. Very little. You're just letting the Very weight do everything. Exactly. And that's that was the hardest part for me is like when I got on the brakes hard, not to get off the gas. Because um, oh. that's I mean you know you want to accelerate through the corners right what look you at just, you what Charlene the rally driver I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then we were uh, then we were after we did some you know minor stuff they uh, we were able to jump in the car with with an instructor and and go freaking all out and as soon as I jumped in the car I was like all right pretend as if if you were to die you were the only one to die. I don't want you to hold anything back. I want. I'll, Nobody needs to tell me that behind the wheel. Exactly. That's that. that but that's why I was wanting. I mean, I want to. You wanted I wanna, him to really go for it. Exactly. I mean, it's a full roll cage car. You've got a helmet and a five point seat harness. Sure. You're going to be good. Yeah. You may get knocked out, but mm-hmm. pff, that's worth it. Yeah. Their insurance um, will cover all exactly. the funeral expenses. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so like the we were in a single lane road gravel road mm-hmm. in the middle of the woods with full-grown trees on either side of you at 50 sideways it was wow. awesome oh my god i thought i was going to be a little bit scared but i was too busy trying to fight the grin off i mean <laughs> yeah oh it was it was something it was freaking something that's awesome but um at the end of that day we ended up losing three of the team and um not because of accidents no oh. not because that right, they were just deal. they had to go home and, oh and, and, i was and, like well yeah, that's you built it up so much <laughs> and, like, and then three <laughs> of the team minute. had to we just it. took a tragic turn in our interview and nobody told me that yep. this was coming. three of them didn't make it out of rally <laughs> training spoiler alert rest in peace guys so they uh yeah they had to go back to their their real life stuff um but it was matt and rick and then eric from arb mm-hmm. and so then it was the six of us the four original team members and then our main and New Hampshire guides. Mm-hmm. So, and you could, you could tell it affected everybody. Cause I've never, I've never been with a, a group of guys that didn't know each other that got along so well. Right. And it was for nine guys to have, you know, you've also got to have a certain personality to want to go out into the absolutely. woods and camp absolutely. out and drive over a bunch of stuff. I mean, I'm, sure I'm sure that had a little bit to do with it for sure. Um, well, sometimes you just it's it's I think sometimes it's just lightning and it works out. I mean sure. because there's sometimes when you get a group of people there's always the, the one guy. Right. That has to be the know-it-all, the one guy that has to be the boss. I've never one. been in a group like that. <clears throat> I'm just joking. If yeah, if you can't pick that guy out, it's probably <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, it was I mean it was just carefree, you know? Uh-huh. I mean they're really the hardest part about the trip was was losing teammates i mean that was the hardest part yeah um and and like i said i mean you could tell there was a the 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 attitude in the six the six of us was it it changed after that afternoon right um we all we all went to this um camped in we're camping in the white mountains again Mm -hmm. and um it was it was a lot more laid back than it normally was right um but the next morning we got up, and that was actually our first day hitting Maine. Mm-hmm. And that day, I believe we had about 110 miles worth of gravel to do. So we did that. Um, found this is all in um, northern Maine, mm-hmm. like the, the, I guess they call it the working forests, um, lumber and mm-hmm. stuff like that. 
And well, uh, how long did it roads. take you to get up there? Because that's like me personally. It's a big state. Well, like, from New Hampshire oh, to Maine is. Um, I mean, it took us probably three hours before we hit. Well, maybe not quite that long. But then as soon as we got on dirt roads, I mean, we were, we were on dirt roads for the duration of the afternoon. I mean, we stopped for lunch one day mm-hmm. and um, happened to pull up on this um, general store that had this really beautiful lake behind it. And there were mountains in the background and there was a dock that went out. So we went, you know, we all grabbed our lunch and went outside mm-hmm. went on the dock and dangled our feet in the cold ass water. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can you go have, outside and eat lunch up there. Did you have a steamed hot dog? A snapper? I didn't. John did? Yeah? He had two of them. They're amazing. Well. He did not like them. He got yeah. food poisoning. He oh, did. No. This was the first two days of the trip. Oh, no. And he the first day, it was bad. Should have barbecued mean, that dog. Man. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he was bad off. Boiling in chicken Okay, sweat. Maine is kind of famous for not only lobster, but their snapping they're called snapper hot dogs, and it's okay. like this yeah. red casing that's not naturally red. Lips and assholes. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and the best ones are at gas stations, and they're in a little steamer thing. Mm-hmm. And um, the buns are the buns up there are a little weird. Like yeah, the sides cut, are cut off. Yeah, but it's like a mini loaf of bread, and they cut down the center of it. I had a lobster. Exactly. That's the ticket. Yeah, it's like so that. good because you can grill the sides they, if you have a lobster they roll. They just started selling those in Dothan at Publix. I'm Did super they really? amped. Yeah. Really? Oh, they're oh, the yeah. best. Yeah, I mean, I but literally had a, one last week. If you get a steamer yeah, pot, you boil the hot dogs on the bottom, Yeah. and then you put the rolls on the top so they're really soft and mm-hmm. steamy, yeah. and then you put the hot dog in there, so you got the soft roll, and then you bite into the hot dog, and it snaps. Yeah. <laughs> It's that, that goat intestine it's casing. I don't know that that's the so, exact. I don't even know that it's natural anything. I'm sure. Like, it's like balsa wood. <laughs> it's probably like, some sort of plastic that's yeah. manufactured. No, there's a Hoffman hot dogs that's based out of Syracuse, which is the only reason I'd follow them. Um, they do this thing called the Snappy Griller. Uh-huh. And it's the exact same thing. And like that's what they pride themselves on is this weird all-natural casing. Mm-hmm. But like you can't bend it without it breaking. It's like a fragile hot dog. You can't bend it without snapping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to have that snap. Right. Hmm. Anyway. That's, <laughs> and there you have that. Yeah. That's the hot okay, dog platform that, of the day. That minute was brought to you by what's the hot dog company? Hoffman Hot go. Dogs. Way to go, Syracuse. Keeping it real. Delicious. <laughs> they are super dope. They are also at Publix. Now back to Mountain State overnight. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm on this diet, I'm finding all this awesome stuff. <laughs> it's horrible to be on a diet because everything makes you can't watch Food Network. You can't do anything. You're no. starving all the time. Yeah, you're just chewing on a piece of styrofoam, <laughs> yeah. pretending it tastes like... It's like being a lost boy in Hook. There's no real food there. You're just ma- miming it out. Where's the water while the fat kids I want fat. my parents... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want somebody to cook for me. Oh, man. It is a nightmare. Uh, okay, so you went up into the working forests in Maine. We um, found, the first night we were in Maine, we found this really, really cool little campsite uh-huh. um, on this little pond. And um, unfortunately, the black flies were just that part. This, that oh, time yeah, those year. things will eat yeah, you. Yeah, they're assholes. Yeah, it's um, not fun. No. No. Um, They're like the size of a quarter now. Yeah. It gets to the point where you're like, I'm going to go outside for a minute just to look at stuff, and then I'm going right back inside. <laughs> you're Cicadas go are weird up there, too. Yeah. We, we bought 
the uh, the head the head nets like the bug nets for your Man, head. Man, those things will cut right through there. Well, what sucks? You can't drink your beer through it. No, <laughs> I mean, so those are completely useless. Yes. So if if anybody makes head nets out there, please come up with something that's. So you can stick a straw through. Yeah, or I mean, because they have nets. Ga- they have gas masks. You can pour water through it. They have gas masks that come with like a. I mean, so you can drink and stuff. Yeah. That would be perfect. Um, but it's netting. Yeah. So why couldn't you put the bottle up to your lips and still drink? Because it's going to pour all over, all over your face. Your oh. neck bone. Yeah. Um, I saw it happen. Oh, did you? People were <laughs> like, I'm trying I'm it. I'm going for it anyway. <laughs> They're like, theoretically, this should work. Yeah, this is good. I know how screen doors work. You can pee through those things. <laughs> Just get a little spray. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we, we stayed there that night, and then we got up and did another uh, 90 miles or so dirt roads and stuff and we ended up going to the um we had a, a reservation at Pitson Farms which is like the very northern part of the northern the north main woods mm-hmm. and um that is a it was we actually interviewed them got a really cool family this mm-hmm. uh, couple they've the it was a old working lumber yard and it's right on the mouth of a river, mm-hmm. so that's where all the logs started floating down. I mean, it was established in like eight, like the late eighteen hundreds. Um, really cool, c- completely off the grid. That's the other thing about the South is people don't realize how long this nation's been a country because mm-hmm. we don't have stuff that's that old. Right. And when you get up there, like the farmland has been so cultivated for so many years, and everything's been established for so much longer than it has been down here, even though it's sparsely done. Um, there's so like the architecture is wildly different, completely different. Like yeah. all there's houses up there with just com- almost completely flat roofs mm-hmm. and just big box square houses. Mm-hmm. And then all the house, like there's a lot of like boutique looking, um, almost cottage looking houses. Well, like there, that's and normal forts everywhere. Like yeah. forts where the British were, where yeah. the Spanish were, where the French were like, there was a lot happening. Yeah. And down here we got portion. Fort Walton and Rucker and like, that's, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Um, that's okay. So I've never been up there. Yeah. It's well, I mean, probably not a lot of people have been up there. No. I mean, what they cater to is snowmobilers, off-roaders, you know, trucks, Jeeps, and four wheelers. Okay. That's the main thing. Well, and depending on the time of year, um, there's a lot of hunters and stuff that go up and, and do that kind of thing too. Okay. They they do guide services out of there. Uh Um, grouse is big hunting up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, bear, uh, moose, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, we actually didn't see any moose. I was pretty pissed about that. I was really want to see a moose, but we did see a, a, a about a three hundred pound black bear. We we're um, float fishing or uh, down this I forget which route, Kennebec. Kennebec River. Uh huh. We we're fly fishing on it. Okay. In float boats, and um, there was a. This actually happened the next day, so it works out. I'm not jumping too far ahead. Um, <laughs> But we were we had we had been in the boats maybe twenty minutes and uh, we were all out in the center and you know we were fly fishing and stuff and mm-hmm. um, somebody was like holy shit there's a bear and there was a railroad trussle that run across the, um, the the river sure enough there was a freaking three hundred pound black bear just walking across like he owned the place he did and uh, it was really funny because there was a like there was a couple of uh, fly fishermen out in the out in the river right with in, in waders not in boats and as soon as they looked up and saw that bear 
yeah, out of the water. They were freaking gone. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody run so fast in waders. Yeah, there's no gone. real reason to sit around and just hang out and be like, is he interested in me or does yeah. he want some fish? Or, yeah. oh, now I've got a fish on the line. Now it's like a oh, straight up happy meal. Yeah, he's straight yeah. up. He's interested in both of us well, now. How about that? He looks real interested now. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I've fly fished a couple of times, but never with a guide. Right. And that was oh that we did that pretty much all day, and that was ridiculous it was about four four or five miles down the river um there were i think land landlock salmon there's some trout and just fish that we don't have around here that's um, smallmouth bass uh that i just, nobody ever caught any of those but i, I remember hearing them they talking about so them. much fun to catch yeah, for sure that's what i always Where catch one fight? of my grandmother's yeah yeah they fight a lot. you get like a two pound one on there and it feels like you got a shark on there it's ridiculous <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah, they're. But anything that's jumping after flies are all like very, very migratory fish. Usually, mm-hmm. from what I can tell, I right. don't know. I don't mess with fly fishing because I, a, I've got too much money wrapped up in the stuff I've got. <laughs> There's no reason to spend another grand on something that I can do like twice a year. Right. Well, the the beautiful thing about it is, I mean, you could go to any pond. Yeah. And. They'll and rent I, you the stuff. Well, just, I mean, just. Well, even like, if you owned it, you Yeah, like here. around here. I mean, you go to a pond and, and fish for brim. Or, I mean, it's a, it, it's, it's a fly landing on the surface of the water. Pretty much any fish is going to hit it. Right. Um, and then, Again, not too far. I'm not leaving the concrete <laughs> to go to said pond. Because there can be Get you set up on the dam there. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like some snake chaps. A levy or something. I have very yeah. strict parameters as to my inner, you know, my little interminglings with nature. No, she's never been on a boat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just going to start making up rumors off of that one statement. Um, she's never seen grass before, guys. Yes. I mean, it's out there on the other side of my pool, but I don't, no. I mean, I don't go out there. I'm not, yeah, I'm not messing with that wilderness. That's crazy. Watch Mountain State Overland. going to be like, we need Charlene to come. <laughs> They're going to turn it into the real world in the woods. I know. It would be like, Charlene, can you get out of the vehicle now? Nope. No, this is... <laughs> like, I'm all right. I mean, I'm good. This is where my mail's getting delivered. I'm not leaving here. This pasta salad is delicious. It is. And I'm completely fine in the air conditioning. Exactly. Can, we, can we find a sushi joint somewhere? Please. <laughs> I bet we could talk this guy into making sushi for us. I bet we could. That would be my job. It'll be a just steamed talk people hot dog into things. <laughs> and some yeah. white rice. <laughs> that sounds horrendous, actually. Um, okay, so when did you start heading back south? What happened after the Big um, Bear? Once we once we got um, we got done once we got done fly fishing, um, we went and stayed at one of the guides. Um, he owns a campground, Northern Pride uh-huh. uh, Lodge. It's on one of the the lakes up there. I forget. I think Moosehead Lake actually. Um, really pretty. There really is pretty. beautiful. People don't realize how much water there is in Maine either. Like they just think it's just not like, counting coast. Yeah, nothing to do with no, coast. There's, there's so a much. lot of ponds and I've lakes, heard. and that's called going to camp. By the way. Yeah. Everybody has oh, a camp. We don't a have a lake house. Yeah, camps like you could live camps. in a house on the wa- coast of Maine. Mm. And then you would have a quote unquote camp right. and on freshwater. That camp would be on freshwater, yeah. right? Somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw a bunch of those in the main, in the north, north Main Woods and yes, all, that beautiful. area. Beautiful. <laughs> Talk with like loons and yeah. the fog in the morning. And they make and so much noise. 
They do. Google, that thing is loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Man, I, was... I want to move home now. <laughs> Deuces, Dothan. <laughs> <laughs> this is Justin signing off. I'm going to go pack my things. <laughs> Me too. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, that's awesome. But then we went, uh, when we left there is when we went to the paddle company. Okay. Um, uh, Shaw and Tinny, and we saw how paddles are made like handmade and they're one of the most reputable companies in the, in the, in the world for making paddles. Um, when you've done it as long as they have. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of need to be, yeah, for sure. Or you're out of business. (laughs) But, um, so we went and stayed with them and, um, actually camped out behind the shop and that night, um, went into a couple of the breweries because it's, it's where, um, university of Maine is. Right. Um, I forget the name. Orno. Orno. Yes. Yep. Um, it's in that town. Boom. Oh, another, <laughs> another, another 20 points to Charlene. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so that night was, the, was the last night that Ryan and our New Hampshire guide and, um, John were, were going to be with us. So mm-hmm. we, we did it big. Like I, I cooked a big dinner for everybody and, um, actually Ryan gave out, um, <laughs> he gave out these, uh, certificates of of completion almost yeah or not just doing cool stuff yeah basically. right and he uh like he they do with that in the camp yeah exactly well he, he only got two and he bought these before knowing anybody and um like i said john got sick the first two days so he got his he got one and his was um best Self recovery or something like that. Right. <laughs> All right. That my, could go anyway. Yeah. My, mine was uh, it was hilarious. Um, most inappropriate use of language and cool cool accent. <laughs> that, that right. was, well, that's what mine was. Right. I, 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 it made me feel pretty good. Yeah. Um, but we uh, we camped out there that night, and then um, the next morning we drove over to the uh, Bangor main airport uh-huh. and dropped John and, and Ryan off. And um, the re- the four of us, me, um, Gabby, Jason, and Spence, headed towards Lubeck from Bangor. And, like, it's all dirt roads. I mean, we were – that was another 120 or so miles. That's all old logging roads that have exactly. been there forever. Yeah. Um, same thing as, you know – yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we that was so freaking cool. There was just that's I mean, a lot of miles to do at forty five miles an hour. It is, but there's so, <laughs> it, it just keeps the scenery like people, just kept changing. That just to put it into perspective for people, like you're not going over fifty. Usually. Oh no, like, I mean now some of the roads you are going. 40, yeah, we were doing highway stuff, but but most of them are. I mean, super is this windy. Something like I know you're doing it with Mountain State Overland which is a YouTube channel if you're just mm-hmm. tuning in or somebody else is listening and now you're listening. But um, is this something like these guides that you had, for example, like if if Justin doesn't get picked for the team next year, sorry, it, mo- please. it may not happen. <laughs> but if you don't get picked for the team next year, is this something like Justin could get together with some Absolutely. friends and you could go and then you hire these um, guys Spencer, and you can go on this whole trip? Spencer has this, this setup that is called Dirt Roads Across Maine. Okay. And you can basically hit him up and he'll take you through some really remote parts of Maine and you, if, you can go as long as a week or so. A know? lot of those old logging roads aren't labeled either so it's not like you can just google map no search whatever have you like, have you not heard the main like wait have you guys not heard this like maybe. the famous main i don't know where we're going with this you can't get there from here 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. You can't. Like, unless someone is guiding you through Maine in some places, you have no idea where you are. Oh, absolutely. There's it's not, not like, not go not down yonder that. and hook a left. And no. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, no, there's there's no yonder no. Right there, first of all. Yeah, most of those trails, I mean, every They're as wide miles, as a vehicle. It splits. Yeah. So if you don't know where you're going, I mean, you get super freaking lost. Yeah. Super lost. I mean, we, I mean, Spencer had this really cool, well, we all, uh, Delorum is this company that was just purchased by Garmin, but they have this really cool little GPS product. Yeah. And you're able to text and stuff. So if you don't have any phone service. That's not who makes the spot, is it? They make a little orange spot where you have pre-programmed. No, I know what you're talking about. I actually saw a video on YouTube. Yeah, those today things are awesome. Them. Yeah, they are. Um, this is this is a little bit different. Same kind of concept, but, but you can actually interact with people instead right. of sending a pre-made message that you made right. on your computer. Yeah, you can. I mean, I text my mom from the backwoods of Maine. That's the ticket. Um, well, yeah, it's it nice for safety too. Exactly, and and plus, like they can, if you you can send them a link. And they can click on the link, and, and they can exactly track your, you your movement. Oh, mm-hmm. that's you know, like Follow cool. where you've gone and stuff. Yeah. So if there right. anything crazy happens, they can be like, "Well, this, the last, this last location was right here." Yeah. Okay. So, and and it, it provides coordinates and all that stuff, so they could, you know, the they were know, eaten by black officials. bears right here. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. officials. There's could, a vehicle. Could find it. <laughs> if you're not Timothy Treadwell, rest in peace. Anybody know that guy? No. Is he the one from familiar. Alaska? Yeah, dude, Grizzly Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was kind of not very smart. That would listen. You go. I I talked to a friend of mine. His name is Bronson. He lives in Pensacola now. Have you ever been to Alaska? No. Okay, I lived there for three years. It shows. No, I'm just kidding. Fairbanks, <laughs> another place that I did not venture into nature. Yeah. But because you don't, because as soon as you, you can't you, venture into nature in Orlando right now. No, yeah, you cannot. True. That's the truth. That's the you sad. You can't do sad. anything. No. Anywhere. But nowadays. but in Alaska, like you're part of the food chain, straight up. Yeah. I mean, you step off your doorstep, there could be moose, wolves. Game on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For real. It's like so when, this guy just taking like a Volkswagen minibus and being like, I'm going to be best friends with bears. Mm, maybe for a little while and then they're going to get hungry yeah. and you're going to be easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go check out uh, Grizzly Man. If you, It's on Netflix. It's a nightmare. No, it is a complete nightmare. He straight up gets eaten. So Spoiler Bronson, alert. My friend Bronson said, you know, if you go sleep with the cobras, eventually one's going to bite you in the throat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, You're right. Truth. I don't understand what he thought was going to happen Crazy. by just chilling with bears. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> so, yeah, GPS tracking on backpacks and or vehicles. Right. Amazing if you're going to be out romping around in the woods. Yeah. yeah. Where service doesn't always exist. Yeah, like, it's like that... My grandmother lives on the Canadian border, and so I go up there twice a year to hang out and make sure she makes it from there to Dothan or from Dothan to there. Okay. And so I spend a lot of time up there and never have cell phone reception. Like, it's a nightmare. Oh, you know when Verizon has those maps, the commercial maps, where they have all the red dots? And that look, is horse, we've got the most That is red. horseradish. It, it is That's absolute garbage. horseradish because in certain parts of Maine, casting Maine being one, there should be AT&T. a black... No, because there's that one step on your mom's, your well, mom's no. house that you get reception. <laughs> yeah. This third step on the spiral staircase <laughs> in my house was the, I would leave my phone on there, right, Abby? Just my daughter's ca- here. And all of a sudden you go, ba-king, ba-king. Yeah, all of a sudden you go, ba-king, ba-king. I'm like, oh, civilization. That's the only place. Well, it's now that uh, the beach that we camped on in Castine, the you, back I, shore. I, had, I had full LTE service. Mm-hmm. I had full service back there. 
Yeah. Um, oh, they're gearing up. It. They're gearing up for a tourist invasion. <laughs> yeah. That place will not be, be a secret after this podcast. I can tell you that. So you guys pretty much wrapped it up after. Um, well, we is we we left um, Bangor, hit Lubeck, went to the lighthouse, and actually after that, Spence left the trip or left and came home, and it was just me, um, Jason, and Gabby, mm-hmm. and we stayed. Um, we went to the you know Lubeck uh, lighthouse, the most northeastern lighthouse in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed in this this state park, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was awesome. It was. It was right on, right on the water. I mean, the back. Was it in Bar Harbor? No, it was north of that. Okay. Um, it was um, more. So basically, it's it's part of where the the water drops a bunch. Right. Like when the tide goes out, I mean, you could. It was yeah, like just a flat ten rock foot drop. Yeah, and we were able to walk across to like the islands and mm-hmm. stuff. It was awesome. Got some really cool footage. It's like there. when they let the dam out in Lake Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we stayed there that night and then got up the next morning and started coming down the coast and stopped in um, Acadia National it's National beautiful. Park. Beautiful. Oh my god, Acadia is ridiculous. Yeah. We actually, pretty. we actually didn't go. Well, okay, Scudic Bay Peninsula is a new addition to Acadia National mm-hmm. Park. And I mean, you can clearly tell, like, the roads are brand new. Like, all the facilities and, like, the, the ranger stations all brand yeah. new. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, yeah, that place was epic. Oh all the rangers God. are bidding, like, I want to go to here. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. So, we, we spent a lot of the afternoon there uh, doing some filming and stuff. And then um, headed the rest, the rest of the way down to Castine and met mm-hmm. Suzanne. And, yeah. Um, Those would be my peeps that I grew up with. That's my hometown. And, you know, there's a lot of Maine that, and I've been going there my whole life. Like, summered. Yeah. And then we moved there when I was 15. Yeah. But Maine is so pretty for someone who's never been. Absolutely. Really, we never wanted to leave Castine. It's not like I wanted to go anywhere else in the summer and go tourist like. There's no I mean, I've been to, to Bar Harbor, and can, I've been to Camden, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of Maine that I have not seen. If you're mm-hmm. up there, like, there's a lot of active train situations where you just hop on a train and run down to Connecticut and don't have to worry about feeling touristy because everybody else is in the same boat. There's like, Oh, we're just going to bounce up here for the weekend. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's what it's so much easier to get around because like I said earlier, everything has been around for so much longer than it is here. Right. Yeah. It's, but if you've been to Castine and Rich has, I was so excited that you're going, it is like a little two by three mile Island peninsula. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Oh. I mean, it's, there's a lot there. of money there too. Yeah. There's a, that's I what, don't have any of it. <laughs> what Suzanne was saying was, you know, there's a lot of families that have like summer homes there that mm-hmm. are third and fourth generation family owned. Right. And you know that you have those, those kind of folks in the Naval Academies there. Mm-hmm. Um, or one of them, I forget. Main Maritime Academy. Mar- yeah. Main Maritime <laughs> Academy. Yeah. Um, that's, that's 40 points for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, My dad graduated from there. Oh, okay. He went to school. He was actually the first class, 1941. Okay, cool. Yeah. They went to um, school there. Is it was a, a three-year program. I could go on, but anyway, go real, ahead. Real cool camp. Please don't. <laughs> that whole, I mean, that we had the best time there. We um, hit a couple of the local bars, rubbed elbows with the locals and stuff. Yeah. Had some PBIs. PBIs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it is it in Maine? Is it very heavy on Crown Royal too? Is the whiskey of choice, or how does um, that work? No, that's, the 
the coffee brandy is 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 the Whew. yeah. Oh, I, I had a swig. Eat it's some shoe tea. It I don't know that I've ever had it. Really? Uh-uh. It's something. It is freaking something. <laughs> uh, I mean, it tastes like coffee. I don't... Well, Straight up? Yeah, but... It's a trap. Brandy. But, it sounds like a trap. Yeah, but you probably wouldn't want to make a habit of it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised when I make a habit of it. Well, I plus, unless don't you're especially... you're interviewing right now. <laughs> yeah. you're especially in process. who you're... I mean, you can only get it in Maine. I don't believe they sell it anywhere else. Oh, good. So, so it's like... Uh, you've have, you ever you been to Ireland? Yeah. Is it like um, Buckfast? Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Where it's like very... Buckfast is a monk wine that is garbage. Absolute <laughs> it's garbage. garbage. It's like three bucks for a keg. And <laughs> it will get you so hammered that you feel like you're on top of the, it's. It's the easiest way... If you want to start drinking and quit drinking the same 24 hours, <laughs> you can get full-blown alcoholism, get a hangover from this stuff, and you're done. That is it. Like, you won't ever want, like, never again. I don't need this. And it tastes like cough syrup, and it is disgusting. Some of it's good. There's, like, different levels of it. So if you spend eight bucks, you can get, like, a whole cask of really good monk wine. But it's disgusting. But it's also only obtainable there because I try to order it in the States. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're like, yeah, they're like, no, we're not letting it's that a, nonsense it, in some, Something like it's illegal to import because it's so trashy. Yeah. Thank you. Know, yeah. That is the word. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't hurting feelings by telling me that. Like, I know. So now that you are uh, back on in the real world, are you a little depressed? Yeah, because every every time I, you did it, you just got back too. Listen, Re, re-entry is horrible. It's a nightmare. Well, because it's a thousand degrees here. Well, that it's, it's not even that. You just got to get your head right before you go out anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. then you're like, man, I just did all this awesome stuff, and you guys have been chilling here talking about Chick Fil A combos. <laughs> And, like you got to get out of your head. I'm not going to speak for you. You don't have to say so that you true. do that, so you can keep. Your, I'll let you speak for me. Yeah, you, that? just so everybody can keep up their appearances. Like <laughs> when I come back here, I'm like, look, I've not been eating a bunch of deep fried Anything. collards or what. I don't know what no. you guys eat. I, I would I would <laughs> say this. I I love the South, but you guys have I to fry, it. mash, and boil everything yeah. like seriously it's crazy it is like there's no hard bread here there's just like, i want some crust damn right? it on my bread no like, you gotta I wanna, no, if listen, it listen, doesn't listen. cut the roof of my mouth i've got this it's not good you've got to get you've got to get everything from the bakery you can't get the deli well yeah bakery deli yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's Absolutely. we get all our bread from there like only because i grew up on like really really almost abrasive it is. It cuts the root. Like your Italian tree. bread, yeah. Yes. Where yeah. you bite into it, and it's like, I mean, you got to get if you if you break, get around you the crust, break the bread. Yeah. yeah. If you get around the crust, you're golden. Oh like, yeah. A baby could eat that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you've got to be a mako shark to get through that crust. <laughs> you got to be. Yeah, it's very I know seasoned. when they hand the you like a French bread sandwich, and they do like you know bottom and the yeah. top, and the mm-hmm. middle has. I mean, it's a thick sandwich, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're looking at it going, "There's no way I can take a bite of that whole thing." And then yeah, when you, you do, you're like, "Yes!" Yeah, you you bite into it, and then immediately dive onto your head, so your jaw shocks <laughs> down and starts chewing it for you. That's the only way to do it. So when can we expect? When can we watch it? Like you said, August, to come right? Back. Yeah, uh, the us. first part of August, it should be out. Um, there, unless it just really works out, it may be that towards the end of July. But everybody's hit on all cylinders. Um, how does the 
I'm not going to get into that. What? That's super boring. What? I was going to say, well, how does the editing process, process Nobody work? wants to hear about it the editing matter. process. I'll, I'll I ask don't that after that. this. How about this? About that. So for everybody that does go camping that's not Charlene, mm-hmm. what is the main difference? How mad would you be if they picked me and not you? I wouldn't. I'd just go anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just follow I've around. got a Jeep. We can go. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm actually I'm shooting Motobuilt's website uh, okay. Friday, so by then, if uh, if that thing's not ready to follow that convoy, I might as well just sink it, and <laughs> yeah, walk that's away. True. That's true. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's a huge difference between overlanding and car camping. Mm-hmm. Um, car camping, you just pull up, throw a tent out on the ground, hang out, and have tunes blasting. It's not that much different. But car camping, I car camping, picture you, is like a bunch of sweaty kids and the family dog and stickiness and the pup tent that you can't. You don't take zippy camping. You never yeah, take zippy camping. No, he would never go. That's my dog. Said, He's by like the way. his mama. It's not happening. He would be like, is this outside? No, Mm-mm, absolutely not. So what's the main difference between car camping where you go and you get like some eggs and put it on ice and drag it out um, the next day. Well, equipment wise, equipment wise, I got incredibly spoiled because I mean, so what happens when you're sponsored. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so they basically have 35 quart refrigerator freezers. So think of a, a 35 quart cooler. Yeah. But you don't have to use ice. Yeah. The ARB, yeah, well, straps to the um, floor. Engel is is who, who oh, yeah, we yeah. use. Um, I really like that. I mean, they're both awesome coolers. Mm-hmm. How does it um, run? Just off the off gas? The like a- it, you plug it in. Well, I mean, when you're if you if you're seriously getting into Overland, you generally run two batteries because you're going to have a starting battery and you're going to have a, a, a second battery, battery for all of your your stuff, like your gear, like right. your coffee pot, your exactly. Keurig, coffee pot. your Keurig, yeah. <laughs> Sure. Excellent. This girl has never been camping. <laughs> like my straightener. Correct. <laughs> and blenders and, and yeah. for margaritas Excellent. and stuff like that. I can camp. You didn't but, um, tell me there was electricity. <laughs> Crazy. I'm going to bring it with you. But but then also, I mean, there there's the rooftop tents that are yeah. just, oh, in five minutes you can be set up. I yeah, mean, they just fold open. And you yeah, you stick some poles in to hold the. You you unzip. You don't even. Well, you do that. Okay, for so your vestibule or whatever. Right. So you 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 unzip it. Uh, it's got a couple of D rings on the side that you unvelcro, and then the ladder comes out and it opens like an accordion. Yeah. And it. I mean, you're there. And I'm not even on the ground. No, you're on no. the top of the truck. You don't I could have do this. To, you don't have to look for. Not only that, a clear it has space. a memory foam mattress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Man, you guys did get spoiled. I oh. can camp. You right. said electricity and memory foam. <laughs> I'm not even on the ground yet. You don't even have to leave the vehicle if you're, I don't. If you're good at like pretending the floor is lava. It's two story. <laughs> yes. You want to get down with that little kick game. You don't even got to touch the ground. I know. You literally jump in your car. Okay, tell me more about your type of camping. <laughs> See, I'm, it's expensive. Yeah, it's, there I is mean, that. Like, I'm, there's there's this, there's a uh, a meme I've seen that it's you spend thousands of dollars to go live like a homeless person and that's kind of the truth except for the the, the modern conveniences yeah and what is nice about reform and the, the yeah. yeah well you know there is that but um for the you know the rooftop tents they're they're beautiful because in places where there are bears and and moose and stuff like yeah. that you don't have one just or anything really hogs even you know you yeah. don't have them running through your damn tent where I go um, camping, I, when I go camping, I always sleep in a hammock. So, like, 
you get really used to being as comfortable as you could possibly be, but you still have that thing where like, dude, I'm just a grab bag in a tree right now. Like I'll, something yeah, can come, we something can come chomp some me up. Panthers mm-hmm. one night and I was hammock camping. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird. It, you're it's in a taco. Very weird. You're in a taco. Yeah. A very edible taco. I always keep a gun on me when oh, I'm yeah. sleeping. Me too. It doesn't even wow. remotely sound like any sort of fun. And no. I'm sure that there are people that you are like, You just drink I can't so much that it. you just sleep until the sun I would have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Well, it also then helps. you have to go guide me to that's, my hammock. And that's where the drinking comes in handy because it just makes everything so much more comfortable. <laughs> right. Um, well, that's actually one of the reasons I quit sleeping in a tent is because I'd go to bed and a breeze would just come through. So I'd be like, Whew, and all of a sudden the whole tent just sounds like it's being ripped apart. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm shooting through, I'm shooting holes through this thing right now. And I'm out there by myself, just, yeah, just and somebody farted it. a mile away. Like that's all it is that happened. Like it's a nightmare. That's why I hammock camp, and because it's super cozy. Yeah, I'm, that's if that's what I normally do too. I'm normally hammock. Yeah, excuse me, hammock camera. So but, are the old episodes of Mountain State Overland on YouTube now, so people could catch up, like watch the first two seasons, sure. and then wait for season three, for sure. And you can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And who are the sponsors? Um, we have several. Um, ARB is one of our big sponsors. Um, Polar Stuff is one of your sponsors this year, right? Yes. We, Those dudes, Have you? do you follow Polar Stuff? Do you know what any of that is? They make the same. Are you talking to somebody who's behind me? No, they're claimed as clothing. <laughs> have you ever watched <laughs> Girls on HBO? Yes. This pertains to you then. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so there's an episode of Girls where Hannah, what's her face? Is in oh girls no oh never mind I thought you meant girls in general on Check HBO out. and I was like yes <laughs> anyway they make this thing called the um, knapsack oh, yes so it's a hoodie that is actually a sleeping bag so it ties at your waist right but you un you can untie it and it drops down to your feet but it's a, it's a made out of sleeping bag material it's got a hood you, you got zip out armholes right? so you can wear it around one. I've got one I wear that thing all the time mm-hmm. it's ridiculous yeah they're cool it's a walking sleeping bag yeah, yeah so dude. if you don't want to get out of your sleeping bag technically you don't you just stand up yeah polar stuff and, kills it yeah we got, yeah we got a bunch of bunch of t-shirts and stuff like that for huh. they're they, they are a really cool company Neat. they um, team up with Nike every now and again or team up with whoever and make special edition edition whatever mm-hmm. cool but um uh, who else? Um, Blue Mountain. Blue Ridge Overland uh, was, Ridge, was yeah. one of our sponsors. Um, oh, man, we had several. Um, we could list them at the end if you Rumple? can. Rumple? Rumple. No, that, I just happened to oh. luck up with one of those. I'm trying to get that. Yeah, they're awesome. I, that's what I slept with the whole time. That thing is ridiculous. Sorry, we're just going, we're drifting away from podcast time and into like Now you guys are just stuff. shopping. Yeah, now I'm just and mentally. And putting a like Christmas wish list together. I'm trying to get that that rumple Topo blanket. <laughs> it's like $300 out the gate. Rich, if you would like us to, we will list all the sponsors at the end of the podcast. I'm That'll sure work. that Justin would be happy to read them all out aloud. Oh, anybody that listened in to our your... last podcast, uh, I had an ad in there. I, I snuck an ad in the last one. Oh, thanks for letting me know. Well, it was from the couple weeks ago where we skipped a week, and I spent sat in here the, with a bottle of whiskey. Spent the afternoon up here just drinking and <laughs> making intros and outros, <laughs> which is apparently one of my favorite things to do now. Nice. So yeah, I will do that real soon. Good, because this is part of your interview process. I mean, I'm sure that Mountain State Overland will. I'm not will trying to be a personality. You. I'm just trying to be a dude that supplies a. 
product and or service. <laughs> I mean, you have your own hammock. You'd be like, I, I don't even have to stay in yeah, the dude, upstairs. They don't town. even have to. <laughs> like, I'll just I'll be just that stay, orange I'll Jeep. I'll just take these two trees. I just want to, you know. You only need one them. if you got a Jeep because you got a roll bar. Oh, nice. Yeah, see? see? And they have pretty solid racks too. So yeah. Be I, right. I mean, I hooked a, on my on my Land Cruiser, I hooked my hammock to my roof rack to, a, to another. That's awesome. Yeah. See? So technically, you don't even need a tree. That's right. Just... Localpodcast.com. That's it. That's the thing. At the local podcast and the wiregrasslocal.com. You yeah. can uh, check out um, all of this interview plus all of our other interviews and more importantly, be watching YouTube. You can check out Mountain State Overland. There's two seasons already. Yep. Um, and then check out local Rich Ivy from Dothan, Alabama, who just got, who just lucked out and landed in a pot of I gold. I feel like a proud mother right now. Dude, it's <laughs> my baby. You <laughs> <laughs> <Who> got rich. <laughs> thank you guys so much and we will catch you again next week so yeah that's episode 19 big thanks to rich ivy from mountain state overlanders for coming out and hanging out with us um big shout out to all their sponsors they've got trees for the future blue ridge overland arb bogs boots cbi fab outdoor by four magazine cascadia vehicle tents BF Goodrich, Mountain House Meals, they're delicious. Warren Winches, they will get you out of a pinch in a hurry. Polar Stuff, which I don't know if you check them out. Those dudes are killing it with the outdoor apparel and accessories. And Max Tracks, so like if you are on the beach and you can't get out, you just throw a Max Tracks little plastic deal down and it's like a road. It's amazing. Um, shout out to Metro Music for providing all of our gear. Um, without them, we could not put the podcast together. Wiregrass Logo Podcast is brought to you by Bar Media, and we will see you in a week. Good night.